What's up, guys, and welcome back to fucking Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right, it's episode 190 fucking three, and we're gonna fucking set this bitch off with two, count it, two fucking New York horror films from the 80s, right? Am I right? Right. All High right. Five. Just kidding, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody's like, he's annoying. <laughs> that's what my head was saying. No, that's what someone said on my YouTube video. I was like, thank you. <laughs> Little heart. <laughs> but yeah, guys, today we're going to have a great episode. We got some 80s movies that we're going to be breaking down and doing some trivia on. One of them is called Spookies from 1986-ish. It's 85, 86. It's a little weird, right? Right. Yeah, 86, I've seen both. That's why I get confused. I'm just like, what? Uh-huh. And then we're also going to be talking about... Flesh-Eating Mothers from 1988. That's right. 88 is a big year for a lot of stuff. Not just horror movies, but also like music. Uh, what? Like what? Just in the 80s. Like in 1988, a lot remember. of shit just went down. I mean, I can't name everything. <laughs> like, well, go ahead. Say it off. Prince? Like, <laughs> no, I mean, like hip hop and like, oh, just like music in general, uh-huh. all kinds of stuff. Anyway, but yeah, guys, we're going to be talking about those movies. How you doing over there? Fucking sunshine. <laughs> I'm sunshine. Yeah, you're going to have to fucking forgive me because I can't help talking like this when I fucking talk about New York. I'm I- just holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I know a lot of people from New York and there's only a few that really talk like that anymore. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it, it, my buddy devon you know he comes on oh it slips out yeah. yeah if he goes back to fucking uh long island for a little bit he fucking starts talking like this but when he comes back he's like hello everyone <laughs> after <laughs> a little while devin. my name is devon i'm a guy <laughs> a regular guy just kidding devon i love you <laughs> He probably doesn't even listen he, anyway. I, know, I was going to say, he doesn't listen. Yeah, none of my fucking friends listen, you fucking bastards. <laughs> anyway, so we got a really good show for you. Seriously, how have you been? What's going on? Oh, I'm fine. Anything you want to share with the class? I'm not really. I'm bored. Really? I'm still in quarantine. Yeah, we're being good. Yep. It's we like have to, we're number one. So. We're number yeah. Number one alone. <laughs> together. Number one COVIDs. <laughs> so Oh, Arizona, you're talking yeah, I'm about. Sorry about Arizona. Well, we're we're the fastest rising. So that's you know since we're the lowest in education in the country, like <laughs> <laughs> at least we're rising in something, huh? <laughs> Stupidity. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys are being safe out there during this whole thing. Uh, I know there's like a bunch of fucking mixed opinions on everything, but I think this is one we should listen to. Right. Just my two fucking cents. Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't care. The virus doesn't care what political affiliation you are. 
It's just gonna fucking kill you. Don't be a fucking idiot. It's just gonna get you. Gonna get you. You got a 50-50 chance of it's gonna kill you. We've been hearing all this crazy shit about fucking Tom Hanks and like him fucking having a pedo ring and shit. Like what the fuck? I didn't hear that. (laughs) Yeah, there's a bunch of crazy stuff going on. I I think we have doomed ourselves with the internet. Literally. I think the internet is going to be the end all be all. Always think of that movie that Simon Pegg and Nick Frost did. Um, the end of the world or whatever it was called. It was called, um, it was like the bar at the end of the world oh, or something. Was it the one when they went bar hopping? Yes. And then the aliens, and the aliens come in. But the, the, at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, they're like, well, we'll just take our technology back with us. And they're like, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Maybe we should just start a fire and be bored. <laughs> God. Anyway, guys, I don't want to get too political. I'm just, uh, just, just spitballing here yeah. with you. Just rubbing your fucking just nuts. What's going on? Your nuts, whatever the fuck that is. Did you say nuts or nuts? I don't know. I'm just fucking <laughs> riffing here, baby. Anyway, I'm drinking some fucking Smith and Forge hard cider. Uh, I'm not going to be doing the shots today, but we're going to tell you all about it. And then you guys are going to tune into our social media to check us take the shot. That's what we're trying to do. It's kind of like a it's a ploy to get you to our to our social media. <laughs> Is it a ploy? Not really. We just didn't want to do the shot today. <laughs> no, we didn't have the ingredients technically, but right. yeah. Well, and I yeah, I don't want to be. But you should right be now. following us on our social media. What the fuck? That's so much to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I've been fucking pumping out fucking reviews from all these new movies and you shit. You have. You've been doing a good job. I've been trying to do fucking a lot of work for you folks out there. Keep you entertained. Keep the virus away. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe make you a little happy. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but oh, yeah. Accent. I don't know if I'm going to survive this episode. <laughs> well, that, that character that I'm doing right now, guys, is a character that I, I started on my uh, Twitch stream. <laughs> And I put on a fucking cloud mask, and his name is Bucko. <laughs> and he's and man, Bucko, he just takes over sometimes. It's kind of hard not to be, you know, I don't know. You just say some wild shit. <laughs> anyway, I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots! All right, guys. So this shot that we are going to be doing this week is called an ios motherfucker motherfucker no not there's no r (laughs) motherfucker mutter 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 talking about my mutter motherfucker motherfucker like that motherfucker motherfucker Anyways, let me say it for them so they'll figure it out, all right? It's called an adios motherfucker because these are two films from New York and the movie that we're going to be fucking pulling from is flesh-eating mothers. 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 Yeah, so it's not an adios motherfucker. It's an adios motherfucker. Get it? Got it. Good. All right, so what is in an adios motherfucker? What is in an adios motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) Vodka? There's all equal parts of this, by the way. It's vodka, rum, gin, tequila. And the thing that gives it the BTV and the motherfucker is we're going to be using, if you can, amaretto liqueur. So that is going to be your adios motherfucker. 
So yeah, we got to get the ingredients still. We were like scrambling to come up with something. And I think that's a good, uh, it's a good idea because in the movie, the flesh eating mother, some fucking guy goes around fucking people causing some sort of infection that makes the mothers fucking eat people, the children, everyone. It's a oh. wild game. <laughs> it's a wild game. Anyway, but if you would like to try an adios motherfucker, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of spookies from 1985 or 86 and flesh eating mothers from 1988. Right now. So Christina is going to kick it off with all the information and deets about who made this movie, who's in it, and uh, maybe how much. We'll see. She maybe. always asks me, but we'll find maybe. out. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Go ahead. I did some math. All right. All right. Spookies is about a sorcerer tries to sacrifice a group of people inside his house with the intention of using their reality to keep his wife alive. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. That's weird. Felt like 70 but different movies. It, it totally did. <laughs> I didn't even realize there was, it was a sorcerer. Yeah, it was it, also originally called Twisted Souls. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, it was funny. Uh, the tagline is the ultimate in fright and fun. Yes. Yay. Pretty interesting story on that. We'll get into in the trivia. There's three directors on this film. Uh, Jeannie Joseph. He also did a film called Mind Benders from 1987. It reminds me of Bender. I know. That's why I said <laughs> my old, Mind My bandmate. Yeah. His name is Bender. He went by Mind Bender, the DJ. <laughs> um, also, another director who was also a writer is Thomas Doran. He also did a documentary called Mother of Mercy. Is this the end of Double Speak? I don't know what the fuck that's about, but yeah. that's the only thing he did. Should be the end of long titled movie names. Right. And also writer director Brendan Faulkner, who also did a film called Killer Dead from 1992. Yeah, which I really want to see. I think yeah? I've seen it before. I, I remember talking about it. It's like really low budget. Oh, makes sense. It's almost like a, um, what do you call it? A found, not a found footage. Jesus Christ. A shot on <laughs> video film. Mm-hmm. Um, another writer who is credited on this film is Frank Farrell, who was a producer and actor in the film Street Trash, one of your favorite movies, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's also a writing credit for Anne Bergen, who was also a producer on The Mask. Okay. Starring Felix Ward, who plays Creon. This was his only movie. <laughs> That's the old man, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Maria Pachukas, who plays Isabel, the lady in white. She was also in a horror movie called Camilla from 1998. Ah, the one we kept calling Winona Ryder. Yes. Because she did look like her with her eyes closed. She did in the certain lighting. Yeah, like a young one, yeah. Uh, Dan Scott, who plays Creon's servant... Uh, was in a movie called The High Chaparral from 1967. Alec Nemzer, who plays Billy. This was his first movie, but he was also in a movie called Raising Helen, which I think I've seen, but I don't know, whatever. And he was in Valentine's Day from 2010 mm-hmm. and One Day Like Rain from 2007. 
Peter Asillo Jr., who plays Rich, he was in Street Trash. He was also in Day of the Dead, and he was in, he he played a shit ton of homeless people on various different TV shows like Gotham, The Characters, Law and Order, and Thirty Rock. Mm. Budget for this movie, I'm guessing, was five hundred thousand. I don't know. It was a little confusing. So, so do you think it was more than that? Or? I don't know. Oh, it's okay. hard to say. But if it is, if you think it is five hundred thousand, then maybe it is. Mm. But IMDb said this movie only grossed seventeen thousand. Yeah. Well, it probably didn't get any well, distribution. Right. There At was um, a lot of these smaller stuff. Like Spookies is a bigger movie ultimately than than the next movie we're going to talk about. So right. they had issues with distribution, which we'll talk about, but. Right. So what what do you think of this film? It's pure trash. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, it's fucking we're done. garbage. We're done. No. Bye. <laughs> There's my opinion. No, I'm kidding. No, I really actually like this. It's been um a while and I think we did actually do this on the podcast, but we never did the treatment, like I always say. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like we're redoing some of these, but it's been like three and a half years since we did it, if you know, so uh-huh. But this is a pretty fun movie. You know, for fans of 80s monsters and more, there's a lot of fucking creature effects. And honestly, that's something I admire about it because it throws every type of monster it can at the screen, even if it makes the story and the plot fucking completely jumbled and not make 100% sense. I'm okay with that. It's it's low on gore, high on creatures, silly on jokes, and wacky on characters. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy with a fucking puppet. <laughs> it's, <crazy. laughs> it's just and he, weird. And he had a shirt on with him and the puppet. Yeah, <laughs> which is a meta thing, right? Right. But this movie just throws everything at you. Lots of different characters that stumble on a house in the middle of nowhere and get dispatched in goofy ways by insanely silly looking but awesome creatures. Although, you know, you know, it's up in the air whether or not you like them all. But I think some of them I wish would have had more screen time. You know what I mean? But they were just kind of sprinkled in there. Right. At least they were like, we got to have a lot of stuff in here. I got more on that later. But the premise seems pretty typical. But there is a subplot going on behind the scenes, which Christina mentioned about the old man awakening his queen in this mansion. He's like some sort of sorcerer and he wants to be with her. So that's in there. Um, But why it's in there, it's not a real big reason. I think it's just because <laughs> i don't know weird. it's actually kind of patchy and really splotchy with a lot of the scenes a lot of filler scenes with like this like werewolf kid in a monkey suit that's just fucking wandering the hallways a lot of times which is just probably to st- stretch the movie out mm-hmm. you know i will say while i enjoyed this one for the obvious reasons of the creatures and stuff it sort of dies down quite a bit by the end probably because we've seen so much in the way of creatures that we kind of become desensitized or the creatures that cover the terribly plain plot mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have a lot going for it but i still really like it it feels like it's it's barely there the plot Right. As these people kind of comb the hallways of a mansion and get picked off. The death scenes feel like kind of just added on, but I still look forward to them. They're not terrible or anything. They're just fun. Mm -hmm. It's a, I think it's a fun creature feature flick that is probably tame enough for some kids to watch even. Because there's no gore. Yeah, there's no real blood or gore. I mean, there is a little bit, but not, not a lot. 
and it is rated R, but they were shooting for a PG when they first started it up. But I think the people that worked on it were like fighting with the producer on that. So I think some of the creatures kind of remind me of Goosebumps in a lot of ways or like Are You Afraid of the Dark in that sort of schlocky fun way, you know? Mm-hmm. The tone is definitely kind of like it in some regards. That sort of self-aware kind of humor that's a little too much, you know? You can tell that they had a lot of fun making it. Like, yeah. you can definitely tell. I'd say it's a solid 7.5, so bad it's good, although it, it does die down pretty quickly by the end. It's still silly and fun and creative as fuck, so if you like silly horror movies with oodles of creatures that doesn't give a fuck about what you think and doesn't really care about the plot so much, and you just want to see creatures and stuff like that, this will be a great movie for you. Otherwise, you'll probably think it's like a 4 or 5. Right, right. <laughs> but for me, 7.5, baby. <laughs> What about you? This movie really made me want a cigarette and, <laughs> and a puppet. A cigarette and a puppet. Oh, there are okay. so many people smoking in this movie. I'm I'm like not used to it. Even the other movies in the past we watched, I don't feel like they smoked <laughs> it. Like every scene there was somebody smoking. I was like, Jesus Christ, I want a cigarette. Not right. even smoke that always kills me. You know? Yeah. It made me want to go through a haunted house because yeah. the just the location and the effects and the props, they were really good. Yeah. Like, it really, as for storyline, like you said, it was kind of typical. It was, like, all yeah. over the place. Um, I didn't understand the beginning with the kid. I don't understand why that was in there. Yeah. Well, I thought it was cool. I liked him in it. Yeah. I thought I added a little bit. It's, it's, there's a, it, The whole story is just so fucking weird because how do these fucking people even get together? They look such the motley crew. Like, there is right. not, and it the, does not look like these people would be hanging out the, with one the, another. The two groups of the couples where, where they were two separate cars and there was the older man. Right. And then following the punk ass kid is i was like why are you guys hanging out <laughs> like i'm not trying to be judgmental but it, it just didn't fit well one of the one of the um the producer saw evil dead and wanted to have that so that intro scene where they're all driving i uh-huh. think is kind of a like hey let's kind of imitate evil dead in some way oh you could totally see it in the creature effects and stuff sure and like when they went into the house like, well maybe for evil dead Two. well yeah i don't know but evil dead was a little different than part two which right, had but, a lot more well i don't know but it still had aspects of evil dead in gotcha it. so you could totally tell he well, they wanted that. to be that way somewhat like a haunted house movie so right well it works but <laughs> it's funny too because another thing that bothered me was <laughs> the sorcerer like wanting to get that chick back alive even though she was already alive yeah and she's like no i don't want to have anything to do with you and yet he kept pushing it's like why do you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you like why i know i'm like (laughs) she can't even die she tried to die anyway don't spoil too much i'm not gonna spoil too much but i mean there's really not that much plot you just gave away everything really (laughs) it's okay i'm sure people will survive right you're not watching it for the story anyways right Right, but yes, I wanted more gore. It would have been nice if the death scenes were, you know, a little bit more... Gore. Deathy. <laughs> yeah, it's still uh, cool, though. Yeah, it was cool. You don't I, really get to see that many creatures in a film, you know right. what I mean? Which is awesome. Right, but I gave it a 6 out of 10. Really? Yeah, it was okay. okay. We had fun. It was fun. I like it. I don't know. I think I like it more now than I did before. Mm-hmm. Oh, then when you... Yeah, my, my, but my tastes have changed a little bit over, over the past four years. Right, they have. I've been a little bit more open and just, like, enjoying it mm-hmm. as we go and explore new movies. It's funny, too, because I noticed that we buy a lot of movies that aren't the mainstays. Like, I don't buy, like, the main stuff all the time. No, like, I don't. do. Like, I have box sets for Nightmare on Elm Street, like, House... 
but like everything Amityville. Else, you only buy it, we only buy it when it's on sale because you know it. They're, it's true. It's gonna go on sale at right. a reasonable price to not buy. Not always, it. not always, but I'm just saying. Like right. I end up buying movies that I've never seen before or just odd gems that are obscure lately more than I do the big ones. And this week we decided to buy ones that are big ones instead right. of the other way around. So. See, kind of balances just, it out. Yeah, it just depends on what's going on. So you gave it a six. I get a 7.5. So we'll say... 6.875 or whatever. Five. Sounds about right. Whatever. But yeah, so it's close to a seven. If you guys are into the S-Big kind of movies, which, by the way, shout out to Sarah. She was one of the first people to call it S-Big. Oh, I noticed that. that was I was funny. like, oh, that's so great. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Somebody listens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> I exist. <laughs> anyway, so we do have some fucking trivia, though. It's pretty good. Uh-oh. It's pretty good. Let me know. If you don't want anything spoiled, now just give you guys a heads up. I try to look around on the internets, try to find some things, some places for you to watch this movie, and it looks like you can watch it. Oh. Or you can pick it up from Vinegar Syndrome. I won't say how you can watch it, though, online, because I just feel bad about that. And you oh. should support the companies that are keeping these movies alive. <laughs> alive. <laughs> <laughs> but you should support the movies that are keeping, or the, the places that are keeping these movies alive. Alive. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> support the companies that are keeping these movies alive. <laughs> <laughs> like Vinegar Syndrome, which is kind of like a restoration kind of project in a way. And a lot of the stuff that they do, they kind of restore movies that honestly would probably still be in VHS if we if it wasn't for them. Uh-huh. So on to trivia. If you don't want anything spoiled, here is your warning. So the people that all worked on this went to school together, a lot of them. Like whether it be when they were in elementary school or men in high school or men in college, they all kind of like kind of met together. Oh, like film school? Yeah. And and, and also Roy Frumkiss of Street Trash fame taught some of them about filmmaking mm -hmm. because it was New York. They did Street Trash, which was ultimately very successful. And yeah, I thought that was really interesting. You know, mm -hmm. New York must have had a really big boom out there in the 80s. Um for horror films and stuff you notice you know uh -huh. there's a lot now this movie was going to be an anthology in some regards or there was some talk about it uh mike lee the producer of this movie was working on a movie in the uk called the anger and he wanted these guys to help all the directors and all the people that did special effects and stuff and it wasn't going real well on that movie the anger so the guys that worked on spookies who were trying to make well they weren't trying to make spookies they were trying to make this other movie called igor and the lunatics um and he didn't they didn't like the anger project they got to see some of the early film stuff and they're like Eesh. they're like how about you help us with our movie first and then we'll help you do yours after and they were like mike was like nah not gonna happen but he hit him up later and he was like yo so i want to sit down and talk with you guys if i can and they sat down and he talked and he said well i don't want to do the movie you want to do i want to do a movie that we can do something with a lot of stuff in it to make it sell because he was thinking about trying to sell it in the uk more than he was in the world and they wanted to push for something that would be more worldwide uh -huh. appeal and they wanted gore and all this other stuff but he wanted like a pg movie that would sell well in the uk because right. at the time we were getting a lot of the video nasties that were getting burned a lot uh -huh. and people were taking them down for no reason just based on their cover they didn't know anything about the films right some movies weren't even that fucking bad and they were just taking them down because the cover was so 
terrible. <laughs> um, but eventually they worked out what they were going to do and settled on a haunted house picture. But Mike Lee wanted to call this one. Wait for it. Bow eruptor. That's stupid. Yeah, that's really <laughs> stupid. That sounds like a a freaking medication or something they all thought he was fucking joking around too they're like you're, yeah that's a really funny yeah you know, you're stupid right <laughs> <laughs> but he said he later wanted to make something along the lines of evil dead which was at odds with the pg rating because right. yeah that's yeah, a lot of gore yeah, in that yeah. doesn't make any sense so they were like really confused on making this work but they eventually did, and they came up with a bunch of different uh, creatures that they had all these different artists and everything designed, including Gabe Bartolos, who is also a director and has worked on a lot of special effects. He wasn't even the lead special effects guy until one of the guys didn't do a good job on uh, one of the muck, the farting zombies, mm-hmm. and then he took over and started doing a lot of stuff. Do you remember the uh, voluptuous lady in the movie? Yes. Duke's girlfriend or whatever. Right. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. With the big breasts. Curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently there was like a running joke. Like she was just having a blast on set Mm -hmm. and she was just all about like laughing it up and stuff that I guess they all had this camaraderie and this joke where they called both of her breasts different names, Huey and Louie. I know. Those are nice names for boobs. I ducks, isn't that the fucking? Oh yeah, that's Ducktales. Woo. Yeah. Is, well, I don't know if Ducktales was what out Duck back Tales? then, was it? I don't remember. Oh, whatever. I don't know. Maybe it is. But also, the actor who played Duke, his, her boyfriend or whatever, he said that he's the exact opposite of that character. So he was not this like fucking you know Italian fucking New York meathead like he was in the movie. He's like a really nice guy. (laughs) Of course. You know, Uh, the actor Peter, who you kind of talked about, did the puppet. Uh Uh-huh. He was like the, he he was an old school friend of everybody that worked on the film, apparently. He apparently passed away in 2017. Oh. So, but a lot of people really loved him. Uh, and a lot of the riffing that you saw in the movie is just him. I kind of figured you could tell. Duke even said, the guy who played Duke (laughs) was like, I fucking hated that puppet. (laughs) I really did. So when you see that in the fucking film, he's like, I'm really not happy with the puppet, but. Uh huh. Did did they say why they put the puppet in there? I don't know. Just to be to weird. Do that appeal that PG. They had a rating. different name for it, but they ended up with Mookie for some reason. I don't know why. Um, as I mentioned, Gabe Bartolos worked on the effects in this. He's the guy that worked on uh, movies like Dark Man, Godzilla, The Cave, Blade. Plus, he's also directed the movies Saint Bernard and Skin Deep, which we own Saint Bernard. Oh yeah. Didn't you watch that with me? I don't remember. Yeah, which we own it. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's a weird movie. It's got mm-hmm. a girl. There's this really weird scene where this girl's legs get run over. Mm-hmm. And it's like pretty awesome. <laughs> um, the Ouija board in the movie was made. So there's not one like it. He, that was a really cool Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like Ouija boards, but the the art on that board was so it's nice that it was like original. They did it because of copyright. They didn't want to fucking <sighs> oh, Hasbro bullshit, yeah, right. whatever it was at the time. But it was supposed to have, you know, like if you saw on the board, there's like pictures of like creatures and stuff on right. it. Right. Those are like placeholders for when these creatures would be released because technically the board was supposed to unleash all of these different creatures and every time they used it, the Ouija board. And they were supposed to have all this light and everything come shooting up out of the board to like simulate the fact that they were unlocking these creatures. Oh, 
interesting. Like right. Jumanji or kind of, that yeah. Is. Yeah. But yeah, like the original Jumanji, I guess. Right, right. Yeah. That's cool. Um the house that they shot in was called the John Jay Estate in Rye, New York, and John Jay is actually one of the founding fathers of America. Oh, really? It was really run down too at the time, which they've since wait, built wait, wait. back up. So he was one of the original founders of America. Yeah, that's what it said in the wiki. So I was just kind of like huh. searching to see what the name of the building was or whatever. But they talk about it in some of the extras and the vinegar syndrome release. So, um, but some people actually felt like that place was haunted. Like a lot of people, Gabe and oh. um, one of the directors. A lot of people did, except for one of the ladies. She was like, didn't see anything. I don't know. <laughs> uh, is that place? Did you say is that place still there? Like, yeah, it's- no, it's it's built back up. They've like restored it. They've tried to keep it like it's part of like a national <gasps> I thing wonder now. If any ghost hunters have done film there? I don't know, but they did say Gabe Bartolos said that he saw an old lady in the window when nobody was in the house, and also one of the workers saw imprints of circles and triangles on the grass for some odd reason, like deep mm-hmm. into the 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 property weird and a neighbor apparently approached them and said have you seen any visitors lately and he was like uh no 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 visitors why what do you, what do you mean she said from up there pointing to the sky ah uh, go see that shit's haunted <laughs> well that, i don't know about haunted but you know he was like oh she looks so sane <laughs> that's what he said I was like, wow, that's fucking harsh, dude. <laughs> Apparently, there's lights that have shown up going up into the sky and down in that area. Oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, UFOs, too? So there's ghosts and aliens? Yeah, Holy well, shit. makes sense. That's why they made this movie there. They unleashed. They unleashed the beast. The beasts of <laughs> nether worlds. Um, they also, apparently, one of the directors said that they had a coven of witches or some, like, earthy type people who wanted to come in and bless the place mm-hmm. before they filmed which he thought that was really weird and he said well yeah you can go up for a bit but not for long like you gotta come in go in and come back out and he said uh he told the assistant to go get them because it had been a little bit of time and tell them to leave and they were already gone wow and he said they didn't even he didn't see them arrive really uh-huh. how they got there there was no car <laughs> and he didn't see them leave so they so were like, were they really there? Yeah, I know. It was part of the f- curse <laughs> of the spookies. <laughs> anyway, there was a really funny story that they did tell. I'm not going to tell everything that was in the extras, by the way, of Vinegar Syndrome. Highly recommend you get it. They have two discs worth of special features on this movie. Totally worth it. Uh, I don't even think they have a DVD copy in there, so you can't even like watch it. Oh. I think you have to watch it in 1080p. I might be wrong. It might be on the extras disc, and I just didn't realize it. But there's like extras on the regular disc, and then extras on a special features disc as well. So there's wow. two, yeah. Uh, a lot of extras. But Gabe Bartolos was working on uh, Day of the Dead during that filming of this a little bit. Uh-huh. And the director, one of the directors was like helping them make body molds. And so they were making body molds and setting them out in the fucking driveway or whatever in the in the grass and they looked real mm-hmm. and apparently while they were shooting a woman was screaming somewhere and the director came back he's like hey i'm doing a scene you shouldn't be you know doing practice right now like i'm shooting uh-huh and he was like i didn't do it i didn't i didn't do anything uh-huh. and and they went outside and this woman was taking pictures of all the fake dead bodies like screaming <laughs> <laughs> so like ah click 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 <laughs> ah, click 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 
And when they came outside, like three of them, to see what the fuck was going on, she screamed and took pictures of them and then got in her car and drove off. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if she still has the pictures. Oh, my God. Like, I know, right? Like, passed down through the family or something. There was this incident. That, you know what I mean? Like she just, I just picture the woman screaming. so, like... Yeah kind of like uh comedic you know what i mean like that's so funny to me like that she was so scared but she decided to take pictures anyway (laughs) she didn't get the evidence (laughs) that's why those were the killers i'm sure that they were like oh they're working on a movie up there or something like that and she was just too embarrassed to go back you know that's funny though that is a funny story but there's a lot more extras on the uh on the vinegar syndrome i don't want to spoil all of it i i i've been trying not to just stuff that i think is interesting about the movie so we're going to talk about some of our scenes here and just kind of like go through the movie there's a lot of stuff in this movie guys Yeah, it's all, it goes all over the place like fast we'll try to skip over some of the more boring stuff and just kind of talk to you about stuff that we like but the whole movie opens up with a grave moving like undulating and and, and it's like plastic or rubber yeah like a grave that's supposed to be concrete is moving like rubber right it was obviously like you know it's haunted got, house yeah. it's got chains on it and a guy talking about resurrecting somebody in a fucking like playboy style fucking fire with the like <laughs> chair you know and a piano or something like that And then there's this, like, kid who's, like, opening his cocaine out out at night by a tree in the middle of the forest. You remember that? Yeah, that, see, that's what I don't get. He was, like, 13, he said in the movie. Uh, It's actually a pack of snowballs, but it really, he takes a fucking... (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was snowballs, yeah. like the white snowballs. I haven't he took out those. a switchblade to open up his snowballs. Who does that? <laughs> and was that a joke that they were like trying to make because it looked like cocaine and somebody said that? I don't know. And they were like, here, use this kid. Use the switchblade. But what's weird is didn't he run in and then he ran into a guy in the middle of nowhere. I, yeah, like, I was wondering what like, the fuck the, he was doing out the there fuck, anyway. Yeah, where the fuck did this guy come from? There is no 13-year-old kid that you will ever find anywhere that will, like, wander out in the middle of a forest by himself in the dark right. to just eat snowballs. Right. <laughs> Wasn't he exploring or something because it was his birthday? Yeah, it was He's his like, birthday, but I don't birthday. give a shit. I don't care if it's his birthday. I don't care if it's his fucking quinceanera. Right. Like, <laughs> well, they know he wouldn't have a quinceanera. <laughs> but um yeah some stranger asks him for a light and steals his lighter he not really it's not like made a point of but he's like here kid why don't you help a stranger light his cigarette i'm like stranger danger stay away from that oh, motherfucker that was that error too was stranger danger but yeah but the the the, the werewolf boy comes around and yeah and then kills, kills that, guy. that guy yeah it's like yeah when he killed him he just like scratched him why would that kid have a lighter too i guess like fireworks and stuff you know when you're a kid you get into trouble exactly that's when we the old guy in the mansion opens up the casket to unveil his bride winona Ryder. yeah it's totally (laughs) winona that's what i kept saying the whole fucking movie so we're gonna be calling the bride winona Ryder quite a bit so if that makes sense you'll understand um and it's like that that was her brief appearance and then she was like in the end and that was well no they showed her throughout the whole thing it was filler stuff yeah because they kept coming back to him and her him talking to her oh my beautiful bride i will make you this most special person you will be the love of my life like 20 times i don't want to have anything to do with you leave me alone (laughs) 
I'm gonna try to hang myself. <laughs> and that's when uh, all the, the the adults and kids are driving down the road looking for a party or something with their friends, and all of a sudden, like this dude in the back seat pulls out a fucking puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello, hello, how you doing? Like, oh my God, no, don't do that. <laughs> was there a time that puppets were really cool like that, that you would just uh, add them the in the Muppets, movie? Like, I mean, this was like the Muppet era. Yeah, but I don't know. It seems a little weird. It's it just, was weird. It's, anybody that pulls out a puppet, no offense to anybody, like, <laughs> you're a, a little weird, you know? Like, <laughs> a ventriloquist. I don't trust people with puppets. Right. <laughs> This motherfucker pulling out a puppet and shit, you know, like in the back seat. It reminded me of that guy I dated with the dolls. Oh. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I don't know. It's not just that he had dolls. There's more to it. But yeah, we'll, but anyway. we'll be polite. Um, yeah, but fuck people with puppets. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I really don't care. I just think it's weird. Um, then a branch falls out in front of the car and Duke flips out about it. Like, goddamn branch. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that, was, that was funny it's like if it wasn't for those that pesky werewolf boy in a monkey suit who dragged it out there jesus duke wouldn't be so lifted and fucking angry <laughs> like he was really angry and kicks the tree like stupid branch yeah. goddamn branch it like calm down my car yeah like you need to chill out dude you're gonna have a heart attack in the next year <laughs> um but that little cocaine kid enters the mansion by himself in the dark. Cocaine kid. <laughs> <laughs> like the balls on this kid just walking into some fucking mansion. Uh-huh. Like what the fuck? He yeah, and he finds a birthday party table set up with like dead non-helium balloons hanging from the ceiling and a cake and a doll <laughs> with like presents for him. Like I'd feel like I was walking into fucking like a witch's lair or some shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is it's she going to stuff me up and then fatten me up and then put me in the oven? <laughs> then I'm going to have to push her dumbass in. Um, Didn't the uh, the assistant guy, I, I wrote down, I called him a vampire werewolf zombie because that's what he looked like. He looked like all three combined. I don't know. But, You're talking about the werewolf monkey boy? Yeah. I yeah. just said it was a werewolf in a monkey suit because that's what he was wearing. Yeah, that's totally what he looked like. But all the presents on the table, it's a little weird, right? Like, you wouldn't just be like, oh, hey, what's up? What are these? Are these for me? Oh, where's a surprise party for me? Right. But he opens up one of the presents, and it's a head. And it's like, happy birthday, Billy. Ha, 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 ha. And he, like, runs off. It's the old man, right? <laughs> right. The old man's head. Right. And then that's when the thing chased him into a coffin. The uh, monkey boy werewolf? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever he was. That's and also the, the the two carfuls of adults and kids go into the old mansion, and then it pretty much turns into the the couples like running through the house. Yeah, they find like a medallion and a box. Like there's this one dude, this one part that was like pretty funny to me. Duke jiggles the handle of a door and he's like, it's fucking locked. What the (laughs) fuck? He's like all angry and shit. And it's like jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. And then he smashes a fucking (laughs) chair on the door. To get it open. Like, instantly. Like, he's like, it's fucking locked. Boosh. Like, I'm like, this guy has got some roid rage or something, dude. Because right. <laughs> that's, like, going from, like, like really angry, like, really quickly. But they finally open it up. And Duke's like, oh, it's just a fucking closet. And bam, a dead guy comes out with, like, a gigantic <laughs> this, Ouija board. <laughs> like this painting of a Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> 
everybody keeps calling it a Ouija board. It's a fucking Ouija board, all right? It said <laughs> it's got an A, no E, all right? Fucking figure it out. <laughs> not some fucking special word it's called ouija <laughs> and then didn't they start fucking around with the ouija board with carol and then carol started turning into this yeah she uses thing. the planchet and it turns her into a, like a fucking weird i don't know it, it was like a, a demon i guess <laughs> I, I guess it attacks a few people and like knocks the puppet man out with the board <laughs> <laughs> good get that weird motherfucker out of here for it no, i'm kidding no everybody loved him on set i'm just being silly about people with puppets okay <laughs> but they scatter running around stupidly screaming and one falls or rather poorly actedly trips on the ground and a gravestone pops up which was kind of cool mm-hmm. like he's outside he trips falls gravestone pops up out of the ground in front of his head and then burns his name onto the stone and sucks him into the ground <laughs> bye-bye yeah like hey that was at least it was free yeah <laughs> when did those dirt shit demon monsters yeah they they, they call them the muckmen but a lot of other people online call them farting dirt zombies. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they kept farting. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Duke and that the, the, the his girlfriend or whatever go down in the basement, the wine cellar. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, he, the, all these like creatures come popping up out of the ground. Um, and they start bashing the bar- these fake giant barrels of wine. And it melts the muckmen because they're dirt and muck i guess yeah it was weird it was silly this is really silly uh actually she's the kind of the hero more than duke was in that situation right remember because he was like she was like always looking to be protected by duke even though she didn't like him and he was a dickhead right uh then there's this other scene where there's a like a another couple where the guy and his girlfriend she's kind of like this prude rich hoity-toity fucking snooty bitch mm-hmm. and he's like trying to like be with her but she kind of like commands him to do everything and they're in the bedroom having a really dumb argument and then this weird green sort of merman which they call a demon snake in the extras Dude, that was totally a merman right that was, that's what i was said a merman <laughs> totally a merman everybody's obsessed with merman now since uh fucking cabin in the woods yeah ever since that came out they're obsessed with it because it was such a fucking iconic moment yeah uh <laughs> I, don't I wonder know. if they got it from this movie because the death scene in Cabin in the Woods with the merman, it did remind me a lot of They look really different though. Do like they? yeah, the I didn't think so. The creature effects on the f- merman in this movie versus Cabin well, is way different. Well, they're different. And he's smaller too. I thought, yeah, he was a lot smaller. But yeah. it was a lot similar, like the shape of it and everything. Did anyway. You, did you know they had to raise up the floor by two and a half feet so that they could puppet it because it was a puppet? Oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah, so they had, like, guys underneath with, like, you know, so they could act with the puppet when she's getting attacked by the fucking thing and she slams the fucking dresser on it. (laughs) And it's weird because when she slams a dresser on it, you see another shot with, like, no dresser on its head afterwards (laughs) to show it. I I would have thought that the the hand hanging out the side and it bloody would be enough. But maybe they didn't want it to be dead. I don't know, because it's... Well, it didn't pop back up, so... I don't know. That's when you find out that the Winona Ryder bride is does not like him because she At comes all. to life. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, I don't want to be with you. And he's like, well, you don't have any choice. <laughs> 
Um, there was this really cool scene though, where the merman woman who was fighting the merman and killed it, mm-hmm. she leaves the room, and this creature from like Lovecraft appears with like <laughs> in this hall. They call it the hallway monster, but it was like this tentacle-looking creature that you could see into his chest, and it was uh-huh. all like slimy and like pretty cool looking and it kind of like wraps its tentacle around her neck and melts her fucking face off which is totally (laughs) like what do you call it claymation you know oh yeah totally which was a good little breakup um in the scenes i wanted to see more of that creature right like that's like the one of the more disappointing shorter scenes and that creature is so cool looking. Mm-hmm. Is it expensive to do claymation, you think? No. Because I know it takes a long time. Is that all it is? Is because it just takes so long? Uh, I don't think it co- it's costly at all. Oh. It's just time consuming, yeah. Right. There is a uh, part where like the, the Winona Ryder character runs away from the old man. And there's this like, <laughs> really funny old witch that's like screaming and floating and laughing. Uh-huh. It, the the funny part was, and I had to point this out to you, is that you could see the guy holding the puppet in the background with his mustache right. going, oh, shit. He's like, <laughs> I'm in the scene. But the, but it wasn't. And then they shot to another scene. They shot back to the puppet and he was still there. Right. I was like, what the fuck? Well, you have to remember that they didn't have widescreen back then. Right. So they weren't too worried about if he was in the shot or not because they could crop him out. Right. Right. So. No. He was like right behind her. The, right technically, behind you're her. not supposed to be in the shot but, when they when they right. shoot film. They still you still see it in widescreen in a way, uh-huh. but you you can crop like right. It wasn't a big deal, and honestly, I didn't notice it until you pointed it out. It's so. just part of the charm of the movie. Yeah, it, it really is. It was a cool puppet. There was a, a a really bad fight scene between Duke and the older guy, which goes on for way too long. It was. I started to get bored. Honestly. <laughs> And it overlaps, like, oh. other scenes that are going on. So this is, like, <laughs> the most epically poor, bad fight scene that you've ever seen. Like, like Richard the Puppet Guy gets lured into a spider den in this whole, during this fight scene. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, the funny guy. And he gets, like, stuck in a web. And this fucking woman transforms. It's, like, this, uh, this really pretty Asian woman mm-hmm. who changes into, like a weird face creature then you see legs come up out of her side mm-hmm. and then her head gets bigger like a spider and then she eventually kind of turns. turns into a spider yeah. yeah it was cool that was a cool scene and then its mouth shoots out an alien fucking sucker <laughs> and sucks the dude dry <laughs> and it, and the fucking the guy the way he dies he looks like an empty rubber vessel totally you know what i mean like totally you just see the air come out of him. Like, it's just funny. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That was really funny. It was. Apparently, that guy, Peter, was had a lot of fun with that, his uh, fake self around on set mm-hmm. and made jokes all throughout the whole fucking <laughs> thing. Nice. Yeah. I wonder if he got to keep it. I don't know. I don't know. I know that they, he didn't get to keep the puppet because they wanted, <laughs> he wanted the puppet. Uh-huh. And one of the set people was like, who designed all that stuff. Uh-huh. Was like, I'm going to find it one day and then I'm going to give it to you. But she never did get to give it to him. Yeah. She said she loved him to death, though. Oh. So, you know, I mean, if they stayed in touch all the way up until his death, that's right. pretty, pretty good for an 85 movie. Yeah. There's another scene where they fight the Reaper guy on the roof. <laughs> he comes out of oh, the closet yeah. and they throw him off the building and he just explodes. <laughs> yeah, set on fire. Like, what? Like, yeah. Like, what is he made out of, like, flint and, like... Gasoline? (laughs) Yeah, or fucking, like, sodium nitrate? I I don't fucking know. 
because he was exploding like a fucking bag of dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) Then there was some other stuff where the old man apparently has a son with the bride and she didn't know that she had a son. And then like, how would she not know? Like, no, not that one. It was the kid. Oh, yeah, I know, it was the little kid yeah, in the it was fucking the kid with the zombie makeup on. And yeah, and the like really shitty. And but yeah, there was another one where the Winona Ryder queen of the she stabs that man, the old man in the head, mm. in the forehead with an ice pick, which I think the ice pick broke because yeah. <laughs> he's like holding one of the pieces. And I don't know if it was supposed to come off like that, but it looked like. <laughs> kind of funny and she sees like this creature pop up behind her and he's like mama mama mama." (laughs) you did a better job than me (laughs) it's so fucking ridiculous it was ridiculous i remember talking about that when we reviewed this movie last time and i thought it was really funny nobody else did like and it's you know it's really weird is because like when i when i watched it back then and like how clear this print is uh-huh. compared to like the VHS or the DVD rips that they had back uh-huh. in the day. Uh-huh. I think it was only on VHS. God, you can see that creature so clearly now. It's yeah. crazy. Like you can pretty much see all the flaws and all the creatures in, in, the, oh, yeah. in the new thing, but you, you know, whatever. Right. But so sometimes like the, the, the darkness and shadowing looks darker in the transfer of the prints that they were doing for VHS and stuff. I don't know why it just did. So some people like to watch it on VHS because of that, because they don't want that clarity. They want to watch it how they remember it or darker. That makes sense. But there are some movies that had such dark intros or dark had such dark scenes that you couldn't see anything that was going on. A perfect example of that was like burial ground. Mm-hmm. When that came out on VHS and you could or beta or whatever, it was so fucking dark. You couldn't even see the beginning of the movie where the guy goes down into this cave and like discovers where all these bodies in this tomb and all this other stuff are. Uh-huh. You can't even see it. Wow. But in the DVD and the fucking blu-ray it's like you finally get to see it uh-huh. <laughs> so it does work negatively against it sometimes <laughs> but yeah the, the, the that lady the the winona rider bride she gets fucking she starts running and she's like getting pawed at and removing all her clothes by a bunch of zombies on the ground to some breakbeat music <laughs> i think it was breakbeat i don't know and she tries running and then and then it gets, this goes on for a long time mm-hmm. like really like 10 minutes guys and she's just running in circles. <laughs> that was like the rest of the movie, right? Pretty much. Yeah. She she eventually does get to a car and some guys in and he's like he's like, Hey lady, what are you doing in my car? <laughs> yeah, and he's she's like, Help me and he's like, Smooth over and they drive off. And she's like, I'm finally free. I'm finally free. He's like, But you're not free. Don't you know that you'll always be mine? <laughs> and then it turns into a wolf boy for some reason. Because this is thriller. Yeah. And then the old man pops out of the grave that's been undulating on the ground for the whole movie. And yeah. Yeah, that's it. And it's like, <laughs> that's where you see the like, he the cover, technically, the original cover is him mm-hmm. like over the grave and then her getting torn apart by zombies. So super neat. <laughs> It was fun. I like it. You know, I think it's fun. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's just so many crazy scenes in it that you could like write down about it that you could laugh at or with or Mm -hmm. just enjoy. I don't know. I'm a creature feature guy. I always have been. Uh Sometimes even the the dumber they look and just more creative they are. Like, I really just appreciate it. You know, nowadays that stuff doesn't fly with a lot of the younger crowd. 
Right. I totally get it. Right. But I look at it as like how I used to draw in my, you know, school books and stuff and draw little weird creatures and stuff that I thought were cool, you know? Kind of like that. But we do have another movie from fucking New York. Oh, God. I thought we were done. No, we're not done yet, (laughs) baby. So we got another movie we're going to be talking about called Flesh Eating Mothers from... 1988. All right. A sexually transmitted virus causes an outbreak of cannibalism among the adulterous housewives of suburban Baltimore. Mm. Why is it Baltimore, too? I don't know. I don't know. Did it was made in New men- York. Did, did they even mention where it was in the movie? I don't remember. I don't think so. And I thought it was in New York because, like, the accents kind of give it away a little bit. I don't know. Well, it's still close. Yeah. Um, tagline for this movie. No additives, no preservatives, no extra coloring, just pure family flavor. And moms love it. Clean down to the bone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sounds like a commercial, really. <laughs> the director and the writer of this movie is James Avius Martin. He also wrote a movie called I Was a Teenage Zombie from 1987, the year before. Another writing credit. Which is a movie that I want to get, but oh. it's actually pretty expensive. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Another- That's a popular New York movie. Oh, is it? From that time, yeah. It's popular. Because there was I Was a Teenage Werewolf, then they oh, made I Was a Teenage it, uh, Zombie. It's not, it's not the same people, I'm just right, saying. Right, right. It's kind of a nod to the 50s. Right. I kind of figured. Another writing credit is Zev Schlesinger, uh, who also wrote a movie called Playback from 1994. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the actors in this movie, this was their only movie. That's fine. But there is Valerie Hubbard, who plays Joyce Shepard, the blonde daughter who was taking your mom to that dinner. Mm-hmm. This was her first movie, and she went on to be in Resident Evil Extinction, Hannah Montana the movie, True Blood, right. and American Horror Story. Yeah, and she was on uh, How I Met Your Mother. Right. Yeah, I think just a couple episodes. Yeah, but either way, I mean, she yeah, did a lot more than anybody else, yeah, apparently. She, she really did. Also, um, Allie Neinstein, who played the mother, Mrs. Shepard, mm. she was in The Bride of Frank. Uh, Control from 2020 and a movie called Surfing the Web from 2019. Okay. A couple other people that did stuff, but... Yeah. And then Robert Lee Oliver played Jeff Nathan. Donatella Hetch played Linda Douglas. Neil Rosen played Rinaldi Vivaldo. Uh, Terry Haynes played Timmy Nolan. Uh, I, and there's a lot of characters Yeah, that's in this fine. Movie. That's fine. Like, there's a lot of characters didn't find a budget for this movie did you supposedly they started out with about ten thousand um wow but i'm sure it probably went up a little bit more so it could have been around between 10 and 20 so i'm assuming there was a lot of family and friend favors yeah there wasn't that many producers on the movie um the the director also was a producer but he also had another guy who was executive producer um named peter illich Mm -hmm. so he was like the main producer on it but oh, wow. yeah, he wasn't, they weren't rich people. You right, know. right. Well, yeah, they were just doing it for the art. Right. They well, they were all talk. technically college students in Brooklyn. Oh, uh-huh. Most all of them, everybody that worked on it together. Oh, wow. So. Was it your first time seeing this movie? It was, but what did you think? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I like the concept of the STD turning females into cannibals. I thought that was really creative. And it wasn't just like, hey, it's just the zombies, you know? I thought it was it was really cool. It's always the men's fault. Well, it is. Well, that's just <laughs> truth. <laughs> um, 
the dialogue was hilarious and it was so bad it was so bad it but was you got used funny. to it though oh yeah totally it totally was it was worth it but i was just like oh my god what is going on yeah here? there is no way you can like there's no awards uh, given in this movie right other than the witty dialogue at times that's right. really funny i did really like how they did the makeup or the special effects okay yeah on, and especially because they kept as the movie kept going on the mother's like they kept looking more and more like sinister sure and also i thought more cracky right (laughs) towards the end they uh some of the moms they were looking like jack nicholson's joker yeah did you notice that yeah they really did yeah a lot of the people said that they you know like the producer thought it was like movie style movie quality effects yeah I, like yeah like he thought it was like more than they deserved but i'm really excited there was a lot of gore in this movie i think it kind of made up for spookies watching spookies mm-hmm. so um uh, the story was it was okay i i liked it there was a lot of characters but i mean it it flowed well it wasn't well it was a little all over the place but I, I thought it was good where where they took the teenage kids, they added the teenage kids to it, and of course the mothers eating their children, the babies. Like there was what three or four like toddlers eaten. Yeah, like yeah. it was fucking awesome. Yeah, there is a lot of gore in it. <laughs> as silly as it is, it's still gore. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was awesome. But I mean, I I gave it a seven out of ten. Right. Yeah. It was good. And you know, something about that gore that I, we forgot to mention, that Carl Sorensen did the uh, special effects and makeup. Uh, what else has he done? He's worked on uh, special effects in Child's Play, Tremors, mm. Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Um, he did some stuff for the Salem's Lot, a return to Salem's Lot, I should say, uh-huh. and Robot Holocaust, amongst many other things. So he actually, oh, wow. he had uh, quite a bit of talent there for what he did. So Yeah, totally. But as far as me and what I thought, this was something else, man. (laughs) Like, we were almost not ready to watch this because we watched both of these movies back to back on Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was surprising because Christina was the one that was actually, like, sticking around for it. But, yeah, she was, like, not really having and watching another movie, but she didn't want to disappoint me because she knew that if I got it, we got it done early, then I would have more time to do other stuff. So we, we, we... managed to stay awake and she actually enjoyed it quite a bit i was surprised you gave the other movie a, se- a six, six yeah and this one a seven yeah. and this one's actually worse acting than the other one i think it re- yeah yeah it was but it was more entertaining to you totally yeah totally so dialogue obviously in this movie is some of the worst best dialogue <laughs> i've ever seen in a film <laughs> and the writers were totally in on it like seriously they fucking know they fucking know <laughs> All right. But there is a scene where the dialogue tries to say the word mother like a hundred times in like two minutes. And I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> right. I had we went back and watched that scene, I think, three or four times right? because I liked it so much. Right. And I want to play that clip for you guys later this week. So you might want to stay tuned to the uh, the interwebs or social meds. <laughs> uh, but anyway, 
at first i was a little worried about this movie from the last one there's like a definite change in the quality in these films like this one is like hey let's get fucking ronaldo on this shit make a fucking movie am i right yeah you do you too motherfucker you fucking wackadoo yeah forget about it like you know nah but it, it is made by a bunch of college students so you can tell right but I kid because I come from the East Coast in Maryland and had family up north, so I knew the lingo. But seriously, the dialogue is bad, good, like mm-hmm. good, bad. It will make you laugh and cringe at the same time, but you're going to laugh. And that's the point. Uh, but enough about the fucking dialogue already, <laughs> eh? Oh, enough with the accent, Oh, eh? fuck you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut your cock holster. <laughs> Sorry, it's the character. The The character said it. I didn't say it. A cock holster? Yeah. What? (laughs) You better shut your fucking mouth before I fuck start your head. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) That's actually a fucking uh, in the way of the gun. Have you ever seen that movie? No. He's like, you better shut your fucking bitch up before I fuck start a head. Jesus Christ. And it's Sarah Silverman uh-huh. who he's yelling at. He's like, I know she's got a big mouth, but she's serious. I'll fucking break the shit out. Anyway, uh, there. this movie is fully aware uh how silly it is, really. The flesh-eating mothers. There's blood, monster effects, makeup, catchy songs, a little bit of homemade gore, shit. They even have some that animatronic shit, you know, <laughs> like cannibal <laughs> mom heads in this motherfucker. <laughs> You know, like it takes it takes a little while to get into the movie and its tone, I'll admit. But yeah. once you do, you'll have a good time. There's nothing amazing about it, but it's pretty amazing that they made this on a small budget. You know, where most kids in college were just making shorts. These guys said, let's make a fucking feature and they made it happen. So that's pretty cool. I definitely watch this one again. It's like a 6.5 or a 7. I'd say 7 to me on the S big scale. You right. can you can't take it seriously and you can't stop laughing at it either. Just enjoy all the bad jokes and have some fun with your friends while drinking and eating pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, am I right? You're right. Yes. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> it is one of those movies though that you just kick back. Kind of reminded me a little bit of the trauma days. Mm-hmm. Like the early trauma days Mm -hmm. where it was just like silly fun. Redneck zombies. But they took it seriously though. You know, like a lot, like I love trauma and everything like that, but I tend to rotate towards like the older, like trauma days more than I do some of the newer stuff, which I'm, you know, guilty, guilty, you know, I'm guilty Uh of not watching a lot of the newer stuff. Right. But I just haven't been moved by it. I just like that kind of love that the 80s, the early stuff a little bit more. Right. So, but there is stuff I need to check out and I might even do that new thing. But I think it's very similar. If you guys like some of the early days of trauma, I think you could appreciate this one. Or if you like early New York horror, you can appreciate this one too. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. So you gave it a seven seven and I gave it a seven. So So it's a seven. It's a 7.1. I'm kidding. (laughs) You get all mad. But yeah, guys, uh, you can watch this on Prime. It is up on Prime, and I think you can even rent it other places if you need to. But yeah, if you have Prime, you can watch it on there. It is a little hard to find. Just type in flesh-eating mothers. It should be pretty quick. Um, I was like looking through all the movies that are in horror, 
and it popped up in my suggested feed by the way oh <laughs> so funny. i was like oh shit look there it is but i own it now and i'm proud to own both of these movies so but yeah check it out guys see what you think if you don't want anything spoiled we're gonna jump into our trivia and spoilers now so here is your warning so you mentioned already that it was produced, directed, and edited. Oh, and edited. Yes. And written by James Martin. Oh, okay. He did a lot. Some of the extra features, like, I feel like, if I'm being honest, I think this movie's better than I think he realizes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Right. But I think the circumstances that happened to get this movie out there mm-hmm. kind of burned him out. Uh, I get that vibe because I am one of those people right. with music. Right. I got burned out. I got used. I got manipulated. Right. And yes, you did. And it really kind of destroyed creativity. If you want to talk about a way to destroy creativity, start fucking stealing from people who put their whole life into something. Right. right. <laughs> and but take anyway, advantage. Yeah. Other but take I advantage. digress. I mean, obviously, he's dealt with that. Things have changed a little bit for him. But he did talk about some of his memories on it. Um like I mentioned before, everyone that worked on this film were students of Brooklyn art uh, thing. So they did all work at that. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty good achievement for somebody who's just doing college stuff. You know, he said that AIDS was big in the headlines in the day. So that had some of the influence for why this became. Oh, and that's what STD. and okay. Right. Because they were having sex, sexually transmitted disease. Right. So nobody really thought about that much back then until it fucking popped off, which was like a year before that it popped off, like getting crazy. So and that was confirmed by Peter Illich, who is the head producer. So but he said most of the time that they worked on the film, they only had enough film for one take. No more than three. Oh, wow. Which made it super challenging for them. He said that at some point you have to settle, even though you should strive for high expectations always. Mm-hmm. He's like, but that's art. You'll just have to settle with things sometimes and let it go. Sometimes you get to kill your darlings because you can't do them. Sometimes you just got to deal with a lot. Right. He also was uh, very adamant about saying that he didn't feel like this movie needed to have any sex scenes. And apparently a lot of people gave him shit for not having any. Really? At the time. Yeah. It does dabble in it because it's a sexually transmitted disease, but he right. didn't he didn't want the focus to be about sex and all this other shit. Plus, they're fucking college kids. I'm sure they could have gotten somebody if they wanted to. Right. And some people love sex and horror movies. I'm like cool with either or. Whatever, I don't yeah. really care. Like sometimes it's like over does too much right i'm like okay we get it like we don't you know yeah okay you're having sex like fucking antichrist had a fucking full-on fucking plow scene where they fucking (laughs) used a cock and everything like um which you know with that movie you kind of expect it but with this one it's so it's like a silly movie it's a pg movie right right you know or well it's rated r but it feels like a pg movie in the silliness factor uh, the director also said that he's uh, moved on from horror and filmmaking and he enjoys doing art now. That's not to say that he wouldn't write again if the opportunity arose. He's just content where he is. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that's where I just I kind of re- related to him a lot. Right. But if he listens to this, I think you did a great job, man. Yeah, like, I think totally. this movie's a lot of fun. And it was, I'm, I think this is way better than I was expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. So, just because some of the writing is so funny. Yeah, it is funny. So, and he wrote it. Mm-hmm. So, 
the main producer, Peter Illich, said that they filmed the in James Martin's house, so the director's house, oh. and that they stayed there for several weeks while they were filming to do a lot of the scenes that they did so i thought that was pretty cool you know homemade Mm -hmm. so he also said that the european audience liked the movie more than the american audience did they were raving about it in france Mm -hmm. for some reason because they're more they they're more humbled and they appreciate things i don't know if it's (laughs) that or not but he didn't say either but pretty interesting that the european audience liked it a little bit more Mm -hmm. so um peter the main producer also said that they had a lot of bad times with getting distribution and that the people that they were trying to sign with were trying to give them advances for the movie that were paid back in full. So they were like, yeah, you know, he was like, yeah, it's an advance, but it's paid back in full, you know? And he was like, I'm going to sue you. (laughs) If you don't give me the money that you said you were going to sign a contract with, like we signed a contract. So they had a lot of problems with it and it cost them more money because they had to use so many attorneys to do it and that the attorneys pretty much swallowed up all of the profits. Right. So that would be enough to drive somebody crazy. Right. Like I said, if you want to talk about killing off someone's inspiration to create, there you go. Take advantage. <laughs> yeah. Fucking dildos yeah. who are just, that's what a lot of fucking places do nowadays. They like, they really do. They see the money. So they're, oh, how can I get to that money? A lot of people who are making the most money are, you know, yeah, some people who are in the big fame need somebody to manage them. So they hire somebody to manage all of this shit. But there's a lot of people who are creators producers directors mm-hmm. editors writers you know whatever it is if it's music you, you know they they do the business end they do the social media end, they do everything mm-hmm. and that's kind of where it's going and a lot of people are still trying to struggle to bite off some of that talent and you know it's kind of the dynamic has changed now a little bit totally but distribution is still important right but social media has also changed that too so right. you just don't know right um but yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I have for it um, as far as the, you know, trivia trivia goes. But mm-hmm. um, we do have some scenes that we want to talk about that we thought were pretty funny. Um, one right off the bat is the dude is in the woods that's hunting or something. And he's looking around to his right and he looks over to his left and he realizes his arm is missing. He's like, oh. Where did my arm go? And it's spurting bl- <laughs> blood and he screams. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. What did you want to scream? Like while your arm is being removed from your body. Like- <laughs> <laughs> and then you see some woman and he shoots her. Yeah. It was a really short scene too. It's like 30 seconds. Right. Which I, it made no sense then, but I think they did tie it in. I think they did that well. Right. And that's when the, the theme song comes in, the one that's in the DVD menu, where it's like... It's like the original... Something in suburbia, not not kids in America, whoa, nothing <laughs> like that. Talking about like how the grass is green and the people are nice in suburbia, and it's like really silly. Yeah. Uh, so happy and shit. Yeah, it's really happy. I'm going to eat your soul. I'm going to eat your child today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like xylophones and like happy shit. Like, um, but then we get shown this guy that he's cheating on his wife with some other like mother and sneaks out. Like a neighbor. Right. And there's, a li- there's some weird cuts in here, by the way. Mm-hmm. 
story-wise, and this is why I was having a little bit of a trouble with it in the beginning, is because then they show Rinaldi, which we didn't know his name or anything about him, mm-hmm. other than he was just some random kid in his attic or in his room. He's grounded and listening to cool music and smoking in his room. Mm-hmm. They don't really explain that. They just kind of hop away to it. Yeah, because he, and then I didn't know if he was in that house with the same the, people. Yeah, the, that's right. what I thought. Yeah, totally thought. I thought that that was yeah. his mom. Yeah, I did too. But it wasn't. No, it was somebody completely different. At least I, I don't know. Maybe it was, and we didn't realize. I don't know. Well, no, because then they cut to the scene where the the, the guy was leaving the house and the teenager was watching. Yeah, because right? there's the cop that shows up like, oh. and drops off a check to another house. Right. Yeah. 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 And I thought that he was the child that, yeah, that was a little bit confusing. Yeah, because there's like the next scene is the cop dropping off a child support check to the mom mm-hmm. and it's a different mom. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like we're we're getting blasted in the face with all these different characters. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Now, I do have to mention that cheating dad. Mm-hmm. He had a Hands Across America t-shirt on. Right. So I instantly thought of us. I know, right? Yeah. Well, that was a big thing right back then, yeah. yeah. Also, the guy from the beginning who lost his arm or didn't know he had no arm, <laughs> he's a commissioner. This is like in the future, I guess. One of the coroners, or it's the cop, tells the story that they said that that commissioner, the guy who lost his arm, was attacked by a bear mm-hmm. and accidentally shot his wife. But he said that there was no bear tracks around, so he didn't understand. Right. And that's like the, oh, the conspiracy. Ooh, conspiracy. Conspiracy. Ooh. <laughs> but meanwhile, we get introduced to a bunch of greasy, unsavory men in the neighborhood, which seems to be a theme in this movie. Mm-hmm. Let's make all the dudes look like pieces of shit. They, they really are. Right. Oh, like, yeah. All, all It's almost like it's justifying... Why the mothers become cannibals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one guy beats his wife and, and when he's drunk. Another is like sleeping with every mother in town. And everyone wants to fuck. <laughs> um, which I guess maybe that's why everybody was getting all juiced up for fucking sex scenes and they didn't get it. So that's why he was like, look, I'm sorry. That's what he said in the thing. He was like, look, I'm sorry. There's no sex scenes. I just didn't think it needed it. Right. <laughs> that's funny. Um, Lois, the cop's ex-wife, pays child support that he's paying child support to, mm-hmm. is eating food all gross. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> like the noises are so disgusting. Mm-hmm. And Billy comes home and she apparently eats him because the cop walks in while she's eating his arm with a baseball mitt on his hand. (laughs) He shoots her in the head for one of the most bizarre looking headshots I've ever seen in a movie where she crosses her eyes and makes a funny face and blood starts squirting out of her head. Yeah, that doesn't help. It's so silly. Then you see the guy who's sleeping around see the abusive husband throw down the mom and he moves in for a little action (laughs) in in her time of need. Creepy. (laughs) Totally. Um, The guy who's sleeping around's wife looks at her two-year-old kid like it's a nice snack and starts eating it. (laughs) 
That's two. That was the one that was in the. He was like he was like four years old. Yeah. But they tried to make him seem like he was like a year and a half old in a baby crib because uh-huh. he was all like mangled up in the in this the bed that he was in when she's eating it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the daughter sees walks in on her mom eating her brother her little baby brother when she's eating him in the crib uh-huh. and she's like mom what the fuck and she runs and she doesn't know what she's doing yeah, and she, she just leaves it's like wouldn't you want to call the cops or something? i would like- think yeah like but i guess she's just so upset that she doesn't know what to do and then sort of just forgets about it <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. It's so funny. But she sees her dad outside of a bar hooking up with another mom. And she's like, what the fuck? And then she runs into her friend, this guy friend who was in the beginning of the movie that she ran into or something. Mm -hmm. He is the son of the mom's whose dad is abusive. And he tells her his story about how his dad's abusive and that he wants to to like run away Mm -hmm. because his mom won't leave him. Right. And he's like, I'm not going to let her drag me down. I'm going to run away while they smoke pot. And she's telling him about how she saw her dad kissing another woman. This is the, the first, first thing she tells yeah, him. That, that not her mom It just ate her brother. Right. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I saw like, my what? dad. Well, for starters, I saw my dad kissing another woman. And then that she saw her mom eating her baby brother and she starts laughing that was funny they both it looked like they both started laughing. i think those were genuine laughs because i was cracking up <laughs> yeah like because they like, seem like it because they're high i guess so they thought maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe they, they would laugh about they it if they were high like, yeah they probably were really high too <laughs> they probably were really laughing and they could only do one take right Nah, maybe. Yeah, they could probably only do one take, so he was just like, fuck it, we'll just keep it in. She does get serious. She's like, no, seriously, though, like, I'm not joking. And he's like, yeah, whatever, and starts laughing some more. And then she's like, no, seriously, she was eating my fucking brother. And then he's like, oh. He's like, well, do you want to run away with me? (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah, okay. Let's meet at the basketball court at 8 o'clock tonight. 20 minutes, yeah. It was was like 30 minutes, and it was like 8 o'clock or something, and it was like bright as, like, it was like noon (laughs) in the movie. Right. Next is the cool kid who smokes in his room, and his mom are having this back and forth all the time, yelling at each other, and she's all of a sudden just being really nice to him and invites him down for some... Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. And she's like, I put extra milk in it. Like, this is whole milk thing, which I, we probably should have done something with milk in it. Eh, it's okay. Yeah. Um, but I thought that conversation about the veal. Yeah. Because she kept was like, do you know what veal is? Do you like? She's like, it's a baby drinking. calf or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> she's like, yeah, but they feed the baby fucking veal. They feed the baby calf milk. Make it the, the the meat tender. Hey, do you need a glass of milk? Here, drink some more milk. Yeah. No, here, have some more. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm good. Fucking stop feeding me fucking milk." <laughs> and then you see um her like bite the top of his head, but he pushes her away. What and the he, fuck? He's all bleeding. He's saying, "That's it, mom. I'm running away this time." <laughs> <laughs> she just tried to eat you, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> also, so you, we saw that the, the guy who's like home wrecking everybody and sleeping with all the moms, mm-hmm. he went to the abused woman's house and apparently had sex with her after that, that whole situation. Right. And the abused mom 
is now having an argument with her abusive husband and he's like i'll break your fucking mouth (laughs) (laughs) and he swings at her and she catches his hand and then eats it (laughs) that was awesome but it was like this animatronic mouth that opens up like super slow by the way Uh uh-huh and it just sticks his fucking fake hand in her mouth <laughs> and then tries to rip it off. We watched that scene a couple times. Yeah, that's a, that's a well that's one of the that's one of the trailer sellers right there. That's right. a trailer seller scene right there. Totally. Because it looks fucking creepy. Yeah. You hear like cracking in her hand and and, and and like it's all he's all smiling and her mouth opens up and it eats the fist. It's like it's obviously a fake head, but it just looks so fucking cool. Now, this is the scene that really fucking got me going is when they all meet up at the basketball court and the cool kid. (laughs) I got to tell this story. I know I've been talking a lot, guys, but just hear me out. okay? so the cool kid, the abusive dad's kid bump into each other at the basketball court with the girl who had her baby brother eaten and saw her her dad kissed. Mm -hmm. He's like, what happened to your head, man? He's like, my mother's on the fucking rag again. (laughs) The other guy's like what's going on around here lately man and rinaldi's like the cool kid he's like i don't blame her man really it's society's fault (laughs) such a weird it is a really weird thing to say (laughs) he's like it's not just your mother though when linda came home she saw her mother eating her baby brother and then another guy timmy shows up he's like hey my mom just tried to eat my my mom just ate my baby brother and she's like my mom tried to eat my baby brother <laughs> dude it's so bad but it's so good it man so good and it, they kept saying mother like who calls mother their mom mother you know <laughs> they all tell the story like they keep telling each other like they've never told each other and, she, and it's like he's like and then the timmy guy's like she's never done anything like this before and, it's, and, and they're like well we're running away uh, do you want to come with us or something like that and he's like no we got to do something about this or something and it runs off to go stop oh my god dude i'm like crying, You're crying. <laughs> i'm crying i'm laughing so hard because that dialogue was so great <laughs> That's when the coroner finds out that the some of the bodies that are showing up, that there's a virus because he shot that one woman in the head. He shot his ex-wife in the head uh-huh. and they did a report on it. And the coroner finds like a virus on him, on her, in her, bo- in, in her body. So and then the commissioner like shows up and steals the paperwork and all this. And that's when they got this whole conspiracy thing about him trying to cover it up or whatever. There's no real reason why. Right. Um. And then they go to some like fucking lady social at a fucking event. <laughs> and that's when like the cannibal moms all start attacking everybody. <laughs> and the whole room panics and like Joyce brings her uh ice cream dude boy love. And he's <laughs> like right. super fucky, you know. Hey, you want an ice cream cone, baby? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. And she's like, mother, how could you? <laughs> She's like eating somebody. <laughs> Didn't he like try to attack one of the moms like with a chain and a bat or something? And then she chews through the chains. Yeah. Yeah. She, he like threw it and then she just like. It went over her mouth. Yeah. And she's, ah. <laughs> she's just chews in half. Then Frankie, who's the, the ice cream guy, Ronaldi and Joyce are at the school 
and they get into it with a mom. Rinaldi's like, my mom always told me never to hit a lady, but she didn't say shit about a cannibal and fucking <laughs> Bam. De- Dexter. <laughs> that was silly. And then, then Frankie gets his hairy leg all chomped on. You remember that? It looked, oh, yeah. it looked really fake, but it was funny. Right. That's when they all meet up again at the fucking the basketball court. That's where they all hang, I guess. And Timmy runs off in a blood rage to murder moms. Because <laughs> they're like, well, what if we can, like, solve the problem and, like, there's a vaccine or something that we could, you know, bring them back. And, you know, they don't right. know what they're doing. And Timmy's like, fuck that shit. I'm going to murder them all. <laughs> Timmy got out into a dark blood rage. <laughs> Didn't they end up going to, like, an STD lab? Or doctors, yeah, because like to get the corner, the corner is like this short guy, and then there's the assistant who works for the doctor who they earlier on met because he was like hooking up with hookers, Mm -hmm. and the guy who is hooking up with all the moms goes in there and gets tested and they found a virus in his report. The assistant did, but he doesn't want to hear it. So the coroner and the assistant team up to solve the virus and like come up with a vaccine Uh or a cure or whatever and then the commissioner's all trying to like kill the cop but he's eaten by a pack of moms with like really shitty makeup (laughs) (laughs) with the joker makeup yeah this is is about i wouldn't say shitty but it's just silly looking i thought it looked good i know i know i liked it it fit the narrative she had like long black teeth and they like rip open his arm and and bite onto it and little timmy who's only about 45 sees this happen before his eyes so it's like really shocking <laughs> why does everybody in the 80s always look like they're fucking old as fuck you know what i mean i yeah the 70s and the 80s it's like we've we it's like it's gotten younger like we've i think it's younger. because of all the like steroids in our food and milk and shit mm-hmm. yeah it always i don't know it's always weirds me out because you like look at these people and you're like that doesn't look like 18 to me i know well once <laughs> you hit once it used to be once you hit 25 like you were old until you know you were like 80 <laughs> right so you're like grandpa grandpa the, the the you know what one of the funny things i also liked is that when they go back to the fucking coroner's office aka the high school gym locker room because <laughs> it totally is oh, totally they discover a cure and you can tell it's a cure because the cartoon that they show of him <laughs> looking through the microscope is cells attacking this little virus and killing it <laughs> and the virus has eyes and teeth yes they all have eyes <laughs> yeah, and teeth yeah. I thought that was cute. I mean, it's better than nothing. That's right. for sure. Well, I mean, it's it's better than reality, too. It's just you know? really... It just made me laugh. Boring. I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so they get, like, syringes and try to go out and hunt the moms down. And uh, the moms are like... It's weird because the moms in the movie are, like, discussing things. Like, I always go over to Becky's on barbecues and da-da-da-da-da as they're mm. eating people. <laughs> yeah. They were just normal. Yeah. Having normal uh real housewives conversation one of them's like oh i think i left the iron on uh but we should go get that god damn it i hate when i leave the iron on after they just ate somebody and they're like well they're like yeah but let's eat first and she's like yeah good idea (laughs) and didn't the cat pop up 
And they have Oh my god, yes, they rip a cat apart. Yeah, they, they he grabbed the cat and they both ripped it and it ripped the cat right in half. Yeah, dude, oh and that was god. a really fun thing. That was. There was like a really fun montage too while they were like kind of injecting all the moms. Mm-hmm. There was like a montage of it. And this song comes on talking about eat more meat and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Um there's like a scene where the commissioner tries to kill all the moms, but the moms attack him, and then they start screeching like big pig noises or something like that, and Paul at him. <laughs> and then the moms corner him, and he confesses it all in front of all the cops, and then the, the moms start changing back to their normal selves, and they're all hugging the kids, which is so ridiculous how fast it happens. It's like, never mind that they just ate a bunch of people, including their children. I ate your little brother. I know. I love you too, mom. Yeah, that was weird. Like, where's they... Timmy? They, where's Timmy? Oh, you ate him. Don't oh. you remember? Oh, whoopsie. They do a jump in the air and freeze frame. You know? <laughs> the end. Yeah, at the end. Uh, then you see like the dad who spread it around in bed with the same lady that he mm-hmm. cheated on his wife with in the very first scene or whatever, talking about open marriages, and she comes around and rips his nose and face off, <laughs> which is fucking awesome, dude. Right. Like that was the coolest kill in the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like he rips his nose off and part of his eye socket and everything. Yeah, it was cool. Ah, oh, that was the best for last, the, I guess. Yeah, best ending good ending yeah that was a good one yeah i don't know i really liked that movie i thought it was a lot of fun yeah it was fun it's my new mother's day movie yeah huh yeah. it is yeah that's a good point yeah suburbia <laughs> whatever the fucking song i can't think of it now heard it on the fucking menu while i was taking notes for like an hour right, and a half yeah because you wouldn't mute it it's like jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> i just love that song <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so you would say that this um i don't know like you know I think both of them are good in their own way and they're both different for like I like both of these movies for two different reasons you know what I mean like I like this one because it's gory and it's funny right I like the other one because it's stupid and creatures right you know what I mean so comparing them they're really kind of close anyway when it comes to the so bad it's good but I think that this one could for more people than me uh, probably win for mm-hmm. most people just because of how crazy the dialogue is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that really adds to it, you know? Totally. But the creatures, oh man, they're so fucking schlocky fun, man. Right. And it's, it is worth a laugh. So I don't know. I recommend both of them. I mean, they're pretty much the same score. So you might as well watch, mm-hmm. check them out if you can. Vinegar Syndrome has them if you want to pick them up there. If you at least want to watch Flesh Eating Mothers, you can check it out on Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you might be able to watch Spookies like on YouTube or something like that, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So, mm-hmm. but I honestly think they're worth owning, and I'm really glad that I picked these two up. Right. So, but yeah, guys, that's it for this week. Do you know what we're gonna do next week? Oh fuck! Is it the vampires or? I was thinking about doing more 2000s movies again. Oh and good, yes. There's please. a movie called The Bone Snatcher, and in the cave. Okay, let's which do it. They're like creature feature movies. Yes, please. You want to watch those? Yes, I do. I, one of them we're gonna have to rent. That's fine. But yeah, I don't. I don't. The Bone Snatcher is from two thousand three, and okay. I think it's on Prime right now. So if you guys want to watch that, you can. And then the other one, The Cave, you have to rent. It's from two thousand five, and these are kind of like action adventure horror in a way. 
but they've got creatures in it so i thought it would be fun to do i love creatures so i I am into anything that's not 80s right now yeah so 2003 (laughs) 2005 you know we got uh the cave is pg-13 but the creatures are kind of make up for it a little bit the bone snatcher is r so we'll at least have one movie with some some goodies in it but it's got some pretty cool creature effects in that one as well so i thought it'd be fun to watch them i've never watched them before at least i don't think i have unless i caught it on like hbo or cinemax or something but yeah all right but yeah guys so next week we'll check those out uh if something changes we'll let you know because sometimes stuff does pop up but also don't forget we always do reviews and uh video hauls and other stuff on the youtube channel so if you haven't followed that already you really should and you stream and i stream on twitch so we play video games talk about horror usually play just video games like all kinds of stuff like sometimes we do horror but i've burned myself out on horror a lot on 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 horror games because they don't really change very much right (laughs) some of them do um but i'm kind of hankering for like a rpg horror game and they don't have very many Mm -hmm. so but uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming by this week. I would love to hear what you guys think about either of these movies. So if you've seen them, if you have not, if we interested you, if you did, if we did not, uh, let us know in the comment section of any of our stuff below. And if you know somebody that enjoys this kind of material and this kind of uh, fun, please share it with them and let them know about us because it goes a long way to helping us stay around. So, but other than that, guys, thank you so much for coming by this week. And as always, long live the void. You will be listening to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Tune in.